Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. From inside the walls of a Roman prison, Paul the Apostle wrote this letter to the church at Ephesus. And he did so in order to give them an in-depth teaching about how to nurture and how to maintain the unity of the church. Clearly, he wanted to circulate this important information, and he wanted to do so in written form because he was in prison and he couldn't visit the churches himself. Now, Paul, he had been a Christian at this point for nearly 30 years. He had already taken three missionary trips and established churches all around the Mediterranean Sea. When he wrote this letter to the church in Ephesus, he was under house arrest in Rome, but he was still free to have visitors. He was still free to write letters, which he did. And that's how we got this letter that is before us. Now, the last time we were together, we began with verse one, but for the sake of context, let's go back and let's cover that verse again. And then we'll jump into a little commentary. Dear Christian friends at Ephesus, ever loyal to the Lord, This is Paul writing to you, chosen by God to be Jesus Christ's messenger. May his blessings and his peace be yours, sent to you from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Grace to you and peace from God is the King James Version of verse 2. And you need to know that throughout all of Paul's writings, he commonly linked these two issues, grace and peace. Because you see, for Paul... Without grace, there was never going to be any peace. Now, this actually calls for some action on our part. This actually calls us to walk in our faith because God has called us to receive, to retain, and yes, live in his grace and his peace. And furthermore, this isn't speaking of the saving grace of God. We need to make sure we understand that. Certainly, we who are reading this letter are, for the most part, already saved. Certainly, those there in Ephesus that Paul was writing to were essentially already saved. This was speaking, moreover, concerning the grace that was manifested, that is manifested to a believer after salvation, a grace that is given to us for daily living. Let's go on in verse 3, and Paul writes, How we praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every blessing in heaven because we belong to Christ. Paul begins what is, interestingly enough, the longest sentence in the Bible. It seems that Paul picked up his pen to write this letter, and he did so with a great deal of passion and energy behind him. He takes a deep breath and he lets her rip with 11 verses before he takes on another. Now the whole of this letter reflects a rather uh, fervency in Paul that is unparalleled. I mean, he's been passionately angry before in other letters, but he's not angry here. In fact, he's passionately thrilled. Paul says, hey, I am so blessed and Yet we are reminded that he's still writing this letter from a prison cell. This long sentence of adoration and worship, please note, begins with the word, at least in the King James, begins with the word blessed. 
Notice that the text says that we have already been blessed. That's interesting. Because it sure seems that a lot of Christians are still waiting around for their ship to come in. You know, as far as blessings go. That's why a lot of us seem to never get around to doing anything for God. I mean, we're we're just hanging out still waiting for hours. The text says that he has already blessed us. And he goes on to elaborate that the gift was in every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing. Not just in a few or some. 2 Peter 1.3 reminds us that his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Note that these blessings, they're spiritual blessings. And I mention that because spiritual blessings are in the sense uh, that we're not talking about something temporary. We're not talking about something material. We're talking about something greater and more substantial than these things of the world. Oh, indeed, some blessings, frankly, are available to all of mankind, whether a person is saved or not. Uh, The breath of life, the warmth of sunshine on our heads, smells, sights, laughter, etc., etc. Matthew 5.45 tells us that he makes a sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. So, these are physical benefits that are bestowed upon all creation simply because he loves his creation. But know this, some blessings will never be known by those who remain outside of the kingdom realm. Even in this life, the believer exists in a rather special place. Now, we are still physically on this side of that eternal curtain of God, but now, as a born-again believer, there's access. We we no longer are sequestered to the outer court, away from God, but now we have access to him in the inner Holy of Holies through Christ. There are moments you can almost smell and hear the sounds coming forth from the other side. You can almost feel the presence of deity and the angelic beings that dwell there. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.